Hello and welcome to Books, the podcast, the only podcast about books. I'm Tim. I'm Tom. And we're booksmen, and now we embark on a new adventure. Yeah. The, the, we've got a new book. It's not, it's new to me, but it's old to It's America? an old book. I'm hoping this is the first old book that we cover that will not be overwhelmingly problematic uh, and racist. It's not overwhelmingly <laughs> problematic, but uh, uh, things trickle in from time to time, Tim. And what book is this? This is Little Women by Louisa May Alcott. Now, did you choose to read this book because of your general fascination with little women in general? Young girls? <laughs> no, Tim. Okay, and just asking. You're, you're a sick man. What? I'm asking if you're a sick man. No. <laughs> I'm not the one reading little women. No, you're insinuating I'm a sick man. I was asking. No. I'm just asking questions, Tom. <laughs> you, asked, you asked if I was reading it because I'm infatuated with little women. I didn't say infatuated, but uh, very interesting <laughs> that your mind went there. <laughs> Uh, Very interesting choice of words, Tom. No, I'm reading this book because the movie's coming out, and you're going to go see the movie in the movie theater. Yeah. Um, Lady Bird uh, made it. Yeah, Greta Gerwig made it. Oh, I'm sorry. Frances Ha made it. <laughs> um, Francis. Mistress America made it. Francis Ha Ha. Mistress America? You ever see that movie? No. It was another uh, movie that she made with, uh, what's his face? Noah Baumbach? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's no. The follow up to Lady Bird. Uh, not Lady Bird, Francis Ha. I've never I seen Francis Fra- Oh, you would love Francis Ha. You know what I learned about it? It's like 87 minutes. Yeah, it's black and white, too. <laughs> you think I like black and white stuff? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It makes it easier to, for you to focus, probably. What does that mean? I get distracted by colors? Yeah. Yeah, I You're guess like, that's oh, look true. at that. <laughs> what is that, red? <laughs> Holy shit. Um,. How do they do that? Yeah, I haven't seen. I saw that like when it first came out on video or whatever, and I liked it. But now I can't remember much of it. I should go back and rewatch it. It's on the Flicks. Netflix. Flickster. (laughs) Flickster, great. Um, Yeah, so that's why we're reading it. Also, we're reading it because I was under the misguided assumption that this was a shorter book than it is. Yeah, it's a long book. Oh, my God. This book is so long, and I had no idea. Uh, what I didn't understand, Tom, why did you uh, just not extend, instead of reading a quarter of it at a time, You know, read a fifth of it at, the, at a time, and we'll just do one more episode? <sighs> It wouldn't have changed the math that much unless we went to like eight episodes of That's fine. I don't know. I got news for you, Tom. The way that this is scheduled, Mm -hmm. I think I'm going to have to see this movie uh, the day it comes out on Christmas Day. I'm trying trying to get uh, to an advanced screening, Uh but otherwise- I, I'll have to leave my family on Christmas Day and, and see this so we could record it the next day and get the, the episode out. Why don't time. you take your family? To see Little why Women? To see that filth? All the They're li- going to be like, why do, you, why do you have this sick infatuation with Little Women, Tim? Yeah. No, it's my friend. Have you, you've been hanging out with Tom too much. <laughs> it's my friend Tom. He's the one who's infatuated. He, he's making me go see the movie to tell him about it. Well, why can't he go to see the movie? He's not allowed. Imagine a world where we had to keep this secret from everybody we knew. 
<laughs> that's more or less the world we live in. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, I was employed for uh, half the time we were doing uh, the complete guide to everything, and nobody was the why. I didn't tell a soul at the place I was employed. Yeah, and we would go and travel oh, yeah. internationally and do live shows every year. Uh-huh. And I'd be like, I'm going on vacation. Oh, where are you going? London. For the fifth year in a row, huh? Yep. See ya. No further questions. Do you know people over there? Do you have family over there? Nope. Gotta go. You're going with your roommate again? <laughs> Is he yeah. your... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, me and my roommate, we just love going to London every year. That's what we do. <laughs> really? You don't talk about him much otherwise. Yeah. It was weird. Yeah. But, uh... You know, I tell everybody about this show because it costs money to listen to. <laughs> right. You tell them, to, oh, that old show's gone now. We just do uh, the Patreon one. Yeah. It's better. Uh, uh, well, I mean, Jesus, this one, I, I've never put as much work into an episode of The Complete Guide to Everything as I have, uh, which, by the book. way, is our other podcast. It's free. You should check that out if you... Yeah. No. <laughs> uh at b- you, you boost up your 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 donation here, and you can get it. Uh, you can get it here. <laughs> it comes out on Saturday. Um, I've never put as much effort into uh, not effort, but I guess like uh, reading as I have for this episode of uh, uh, books the podcast because I read you know I don't know like uh, 150 pages or something of this thing. Yeah, it's a lot of work. A lot of pages. Yeah, this show makes me. Uh, remember when uh, you're when we were in our like late twenties, mm-hmm. up until I'd say about a year ago, uh, we'd always talk about like, man, if I could do school over again, <laughs> yeah. I would be so good at it because like I wouldn't be so lazy. Like mm-hmm. I'd, I'd I'd do the work, I'd read the book. You're learning, and then every week when I have to read <laughs> the book for this yeah. show. It's it's like high school all over again. Like I gotta read this fucking all the way up to this page. Yeah, are you kidding me? Up to page forty eight. Why did I agree to this? And so it made me think: if I had to take a class, I, <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be like, well, I'm I'm mature now. I do the the required reading. I would not do the required reading. No, that's especially this week. I was thinking about that. I was thinking how it's only been the past few years that I haven't. <laughs> thought like every week thank god i don't have to go to school anymore <laughs> yeah and a lot of people people are either idiots or liars the people who say like ah oh, enjoy it you know you're gonna for all your problems now you're gonna forget about once you're out of school nope i always appreciate the fact that like finally i'm not in school anymore i don't have homework hanging over my head yeah Homework was the worst. Right. And I've at least I've been lucky enough to work in jobs and careers where I haven't had to take work home, thankfully, uh, much. Uh because I know people that like, you know, constantly have to take their work home yeah. with them and like it's like, well, what the hell was the point of finishing school? You should have well, just dropped out of school. They're well compensated and they live <laughs> better lives than we live. Yeah, down. I guess. Not if they have to, Not do, if they have homework. to do homework. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I'd rather live in the... Oh, but uh, when I retire in 35 years, <laughs> everything will be great. I'd yeah, rather you, live you, in the slums not doing homework every night than live in a palace and have uh, uh, mesmer- memorize my uh, 
times tables or whatever yeah. people are whatever work people are bringing home. <laughs> <laughs> you think that's what like our our lawyer friends are doing? Yeah, it's like you know the partners at the firm are like, you better know your times tables <laughs> all the way up to nine. By, by by tomorrow, we've got a big meeting with a math company. They might ask. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, now I'm back to doing goddamn homework for this show. And also, yeah, this week, because this is the week of Thanksgiving here in the United States of America, uh, I we, we're recording a day earlier than we normally mm-hmm, do because mm-hmm. we're both leaving New York. For well, the- I'm not. Yeah. I'm not leaving. To, I could record tomorrow night. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, I can't. I'm, I'm willing to make sacrifices for this show. And if it <laughs> You're means... willing to miss Thanksgiving. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm driving up That's to Massachusetts true. on friggin' Thursday morning, Thanksgiving morning at 4.30. Yeah, I keep forgetting be... because you're leaving at the stupidest time possible. I keep It's assuming. not the stupidest time. It's the best time to not for... get stuck in traffic all day. For Thursday, yeah. Yeah. I keep that's why I keep forgetting and assuming that you're leaving tomorrow like uh like most people who are traveling for Yeah, like a bunch of suckers who don't get to wake up at four AM and <laughs> yeah. then drive for five hours. Uh so because of that that's a great holiday. It only occurred to me like two days ago, like, oh shit, we have to record on Tuesday, not Wednesday, and also I have to read this book. Mm. So I've been reading the book. Tim, I can see why this book's beloved. Uh, this book kind of feels like a season of a sitcom. What? Yeah. Like you're just kind of hanging out with these girls. <laughs> well, Tom, you love hanging out with young girls. No. It, it, I'm saying not in that way, in a platonic way. It's like a, an epi- it's like a season of the new girl or something? Uh, yeah, because they like kind of get themselves into... Like so far, there's there's the beginning of a story arc, but in the same way, there's you know like a season arc to a show, where where otherwise the chapters kind of feel like little vignettes, like episodes almost. Mm-hmm. Like here's the latest scrape the Little Women have gotten themselves into. Let's see how they get themselves mm-hmm. out of this one. So who are the Little Others? Can I guess the Little Women? I think I might know this just from. Uh, cultural osmosis okay let's see if you can guess all their names jessica no <laughs> jesus too uh linda no there's no linda little women tim not grown women claudine no um blanche is there a blanche no there's no blanche okay uh, Jessica. You already said Jessica. How many? How did I do? Teach. <sighs> Meg, Joe, Beth, and Amy. Beth and me. Beth and Amy. Oh, Joe, like Joe from Facts of Life. Is she played by the same lady? She's not. But Tim, is she kind of tough? Yeah, she's a tomboy, and it made me think, is Facts of Life just little women? Is this why you think this is a sitcom? Is Mrs. Garrett in this book? <laughs> no, but there are other Mrs. Mrs. in, like, their mom's in it. Okay, wait, it's Joe? Joe? Beth? Beth? Linda? 
<laughs> There's no Linda in it. Say it one more time. Joe, Beth, Amy, and Meg. Meg, Amy, Joe, Beth. Yeah. I'm trying to do it in all sorts of order so like I don't get a... Well, I guess I could... Let's make a mnemonic. J, A, M. Wait, what? M? M. What is it? Mary? No, Meg. Meg. Beth. Yeah. Jam. J-A-M-B. Okay. Jamb. Yeah. Joe, Amy, Mary. No. Joe, Amy, Meg, Beth. Yeah. yeah. Meg, Beth. Meg, Beth. Meg, Beth. Meg, Beth. Joe, Amy, Meg, Beth. So Joe is the main character for the most part. So they made a boy the main character. No, it's short for Josephine. Okay. Uh, But she is a tomboy. She's very outspoken. um, And she's just kind of like, uh, yeah, very outspoken. So she's like defiant. She uh, rages against... uh, The machine? The rules and horses. Does she say, fuck you, I won't do what you tell me? That would have been inappropriate at the time. Did she time. say those who dus- died are justified? No. Uh, this takes place during the Civil War, America's Civil War. So the 1860s? Uh, yeah. Where does it take place? Ooh, it's a good question. Somewhere in the north. I forget exactly where. But Is it are. during the Civil War or in the aftermath of the Civil War? No, I believe it's in the, during the Civil War because their father is away at war. Okay. Unless he's in like like the Spanish American War that happened around the same time, uh, I'm just looking at uh, the IMDb for the for uh, Francis Haas movie and it says four sisters come of age in America in the aftermath of the Civil War. But I imagine that happens. That happens for, uh, as yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay, right. um, I'm just seeing who plays each each. Uh, ooh, Timothy Chalamet plays one of the little women. Does he play Lori? He does. Yeah, I figured he'd be a Lori. He's got Lori written all over him. Lori's like, you know how, uh, uh, um, uh, what's his name? George Martin was the fifth Beatle. Yeah, Lori's the fifth lady, woman, yeah. little woman. And not George R. R. Martin, you nerds. Yeah. Imagine he was in the Beatles. The Beatles would have had some shitty lyrics. It would have been like <laughs> uh, friggin' uh, Led Zeppelin. Yeah. Uh, okay. So then, uh... You know who plays Joe in the movie? Who? Lady Bird. Oh, okay. Uh, what's her name? Sousarin? Sa- <laughs> yeah. Sousarin. <laughs> then you've got Beth. Beth is the third... I'm... Full disclosure here, I am referring to the Spark Notes right now. Uh, I do that sometimes. Because it's a good I, way to do yeah, the, the I, synopsis. Because I had to read 11 chapters, and it was kind of tough to like... It was like getting into the groove reading, and it's like, I can't take notes. I'm I'm not going to go through the plot of each of these yeah. chapters. We don't have that kind of time. Look, I know this is an off-mic conversation, but you know what I like to do? What? Uh, 
if there's <laughs> just read the cliff notes. No, no, you read it um, and underline the things that you want on a Kimball. Well, stop reading yeah, on a well, Kindle. I could highlight on a Kimball. Yeah, but like, uh, why don't you? Why don't you get the? I thought we agreed we were going to get the hard copies of the book so we could give them away. <laughs> you said that, and you have never followed up on it. Because I'm waiting for a year's worth of books to give away. What? No, you're not. Yeah, you're I am. Gonna give them to one person? No, but we're gonna do them all at once. I'm not going to the post office many times. You're not going to ever do this. I'm going to fuck it. Well, if you would buy the books. Yeah, I'll buy a book. All right. I ordered a copy of this. It's back ordered because so many people have ordered them. There's not one at the bookstore? I've never been to a bookstore. What? No, I Oh, been. you'd really like it. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, uh, the next sister is Beth. Beth is the third sister. She's shy and quiet. Uh, she's always trying to please people. Um yeah, she's, let me look at my notes to compare if this is the same Beth I'm thinking of. Uh, yeah, Beth is just like a real, uh, she's a sweetheart, but she's very, uh, and she's younger. Uh, but yeah, she's shy and quiet. That's her. She's played by Ladybird. <laughs> Ladybird is not playing all of them. There's a clump situation. You didn't <laughs> know that about the movie? Uh, Amy is the younger, youngest sister. She is uh, an artistic beauty who is good at manipulating other people. She likes to draw. She likes to do drawings and stuff. Played by Midsommar. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, the weird thing is that all the actors in this movie are too old to be playing the little women. Yeah, well, maybe it's, because uh, I think it's secretly a sequel. Because I think Amy is supposed to be like 12 years old or something in in the book. Um, okay. Well, maybe they uh, they make all the props and uh, sets a little bit bigger. <laughs> to make them look like little women? Yeah. Uh, Are they they're normal sized for their age, right? Uh, I'm not done reading it yet. But they're not like tiny, like uh, like the size of mice or something. This freaking uh, character page and Little Women just spoiled something for me. Well, <sighs> well, read the book instead of the goddamn Spark Notes. Well, I've read a quarter of it. I'm just trying to refresh. Jesus Christ! This goes into this person's whole. <sighs> Amy is artistic and yeah. a little bit of a froofy lady. Is that? What? I didn't say that. I was I wasn't paying attention. I was looking up uh, Midsummer's uh, other credits. Amy's the youngest. Oh, okay. Uh, and then Meg. Meg is the oldest, and Meg is uh, very pretty. People are always like, "Look at that pretty girl." Hmm. Played by Ladybird. <laughs> Who plays? Oh, is Meg? Uh, what's her name? Hermione. Emma Watson. Yeah. Yeah. You are obsessed with Emma Watson. No. I don't know. You always, you're always, you, you don't realize it, but when she <laughs> comes up or when a movie that she's in comes up, you always like mention it or light up. I think it, she has an interesting career after uh, Harry Potter. And I'm not sure if she's, I've heard people say that she's a very bad actor. Okay. But I'm along I'm with you where I can't tell if somebody's a bad yeah, actor or a good actor. <laughs> so it's something that I'm always paying attention to when she's in movies, especially like big movies like, you know, this there this is kind of like a big movie, I think, like a big holiday movie. Would you like to know the last film that Emma Watson was in? Uh yes. The Circle. 
2017. Oh, yeah, with Tom Hanks, which I read the book and never saw the movie. Because, yeah, everybody says the movie's bad. Yeah, that's why it was just kind of like, yeah. oh, it's bad? Then eh, forget it. Like, the book was all right. <laughs> so if the movie's bad, then no, not interested. They always have a couple copies of the book at my library. Yeah. And I'm always tempted, and I'm just like, if Tom Hanks couldn't make a movie version of this good, I'm probably not going to like the book. Yeah, then how good is my brain going to do? <laughs> Um, so the, uh, well, and I was going to say too, I believe Meg is supposed to be like 18 and Mm -hmm. Emma Watson's got to be what, like 30 now? Yeah, she looks 18. It's not 30. She was like a, an 11 year old in Harry Potter. Yeah. Like 20 years ago. Those movies came out a long time Uh, ago. That's true. (laughs) Yeah. Not 20 years ago. How old is Emma Watson? Like you don't know. 29. When did the first Harry Potter movie come out? 2001. Uh, so 18, 18 years, years ago. ago. Jump in the gun tub. <laughs> I bet if I look in your uh, Google history from the last few years, it'd say Emma Watson and Age of Consent. <laughs> <laughs> no, I turn on the private browsing for those kinds of searches. Anyway, Tim, we start in the book. <laughs> and uh uh joe is talking about how she wants to be a boy um does she wear leather jackets no but i my first note is joe wants to be a boy like joe from facts of life um and then so right in the first chapter she's describing how all the the author's describing how all these uh what all the women look like all the little women and she writes, as young readers like to know how people look. And I'm like, who wrote this book? Deadpool? <laughs> Breaking the fourth wall here? Just being like, yeah, I'm the writer. I know you, young reader, wants to know how they look. Here's how they look. This follows, uh, I will say, uh, books like a pretty easy read. Like, I knew what all the words meant. Nice. Um, how, how are the racial slurs? No slurs yet, but there's some pretty offensive stereotypes, mm. which I'll get to. Um, and uh, along the lines of old books we've complained about in the past, a lot of flowery posts, like a lot of just like description of, and I and I chalk it up to the fact that everything back then was boring. Nobody had anywhere to be, so it was like, yeah. Go and Wait, tell me. Show me what. Tell me what this barn looked like for tell an me, hour and a half. Tell me about the pattern of the wallpaper and what the credenza looked like. I don't even know what a credenza is. Well, explain to me what a credenza <laughs> is, and then tell me what it looks like. Um, and they're all opening. Uh, like they're exchanging Christmas presents and stuff, but it's like. I don't know, kind of like a, a gift of the Magi situation where like nobody can buy presents for each other, that kind of thing. Hmm. But they don't buy presents for each other that then they can't use. So it's not a gift of the no, Magi. No, but it all. just seems like, you know, times are tough. And they're talking about their dad. Their dad is away at war. He's a chaplain at the war. What does that mean? Like a Like a priest, I think. Seems like a waste of time to have a priest go down there and f- help fight a war. Well, he's not fighting, presumably. So what's he doing? Just praying? Administering last rites. 
<laughs> you need a guy to do that. The <laughs> devil comes up from hell and does that. No, instead of the devil doesn't do that, Tim. Just save some time. Let the devil do <laughs> Let it. Let the devil take care of it. Um. Oh, yeah. They decide they're each going to buy uh, themselves a present. So they're all like uh, they used to be wealthy, but then their dad lost the, lost his money. So they don't expect any Christmas presents. And then, yeah, he fucked off to war. Mm. Um, and it's kind of like a thing where he was like too old to fight in the war. So it's like, oh, you got to pass. But he's like, no, I'll go and be a chaplain. It's like, oh, good. <laughs> All right. Yeah. God forbid you stay with your family. Yeah. Raise well, I mean, these little women into uh, the big women. I mean, he was fighting the South in the Civil War. So he <laughs> wasn't doing anything. He was keeping our boys from the devil. Yeah. Um. So they don't expect any presents, but they all want presents. They all talk about the presents that they want. Uh, and uh, they're they're all like complaining about stuff. And then uh, they decide they will each buy themselves a present uh, for Christmas. But then they change their minds and they're going to buy presents for their mom. Uh, and they get a letter from their dad. And, he, and the letter says, uh, hey, you little women, be good. And it's like, That's oh, nice. they did the thing. They said the name of the book. Oh, he actually said, you little women? Yeah. Huh. Um, and then they feel There's like- There's Joe, who is the <laughs> oldest- no, Meg is the oldest. Meg is the oldest. Joe's the second oldest. Amy's the youngest. Yeah. And Linda. <laughs> Beth. Beth. Why can't I remember Beth's name? I don't know. It's short for Elizabeth. Okay. Um, so I know someone named Elizabeth, Tom. You know a few people Is that interesting? Elizabeth. Is that something worth saying? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and uh, so then their dad's letter makes them feel shitty about like the way that they've been. Because they're like, ah, we shouldn't be... You know, so mad that we don't have Christmas stuff. We should be, you know, better, better little women. Mm -hmm. um, they wake up on Christmas morning. They got books. And back then, that was a good gift to get. I get books for Christmas. <laughs> um, Some people like books, Tom. They go downstairs and they find Marmy. Glare at me like that. Marmy, the family servant. Oh, Wait. No. Uh, oh, no, they go downstairs to find Marmy, uh, who I guess is their mom? I don't know. Tom, but, did you read the book? No, because I've seen the word Marmy. I thought it was a servant, but it's their mom. I guess they call their mom Marmy. Oh, uh, but they have a family servant, Hannah. You did not read this book. They have a family servant, Hannah, which they don't say. From girls? Yeah. They don't say Hannah's black, but the way that her dialogue is written is very offensively written mm. in, uh, yeah, in a way that heavily implies that to be the case. Plus, you know, servant during Civil War time. Right. Um, in the North, you say. In the North, but, you know, so it's a servant, not a slave, okay. perhaps, but right. still. Um and uh, so their mom comes home and their mom's like, hey, uh, I know everybody made this big breakfast. Marmy. Let's, let's go give this breakfast to a poor family instead. That's a poor nice. German family. And they do that and it is pretty nice. And you think these little women, they're pretty all right. Uh, Joe, uh, chapter three, Joe's in the attic. She's got a pet rat, 
which like no, I don't like this. Kind of doesn't come up enough. Uh, she's up there reading books. Guess how many apple sheets while she's up there? Four. Yeah. That's a reasonable. No, amount. that is an how long is she up there? I don't know, but four apples, apples were smaller back then. You're thinking of crab apples. Yeah, they might if they were if they didn't have a lot of money. She was probably just eating crab apples. Um, they're gonna go out to like a party. Uh, Joe gives Meg uh, curls with hot tongs, uh, which I guess was how you would curl hair back then. Yeah, that but, seems interesting. Well, the tongs are too hot; burns her hair off. Yeah. Cripes. But Whose they, hair gets burned out? Uh, Meg's hair. Meg. And Meg's the, the the good looking one. Right. They go to this party. They're out to 11, which I was kind of like, wow, 11 o'clock? Even the 12 year old? Uh, no, it's just uh, Meg and Joe. I okay. think they're the only ones allowed. Uh, <laughs> so it's like one of these parties where it's like, you know, like a mixer kind of yeah. thing. And uh, 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 Joe sees, uh, quote, a big redheaded youth heading her way. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and she's like, oh, I got to get out of here. So she goes into like a little, uh, out- she goes and hides in the curtains uh, like James Comey did uh, in the in the White House. Remember, he tried to hide in the curtains. James Comey did? Yeah. Like oh. Trump was there and he didn't want to shake hands with him. He didn't want to meet him. So oh, he like, right. hid in the yeah. curtains. So that's what Joe does. And she didn't even know about that. I was thinking of when Sean Spicer hid in the bushes. Oh, no, this is different. There's a lot of hiding going on in the White House. That's how you know things are going well. Um, she meets the Lawrence boy. He's hiding in the curtains, too. Joey or his little brother? No. Uh, they, he's Laurie, the Lawrence boy. Oh, uh, uh, I forget what his full name is. I probably have it here somewhere. But his name is something Lawrence. But they call. But he tells everybody call him Lori because he's a big fan of House MD. <laughs> and yeah, and they. Uh, but they always uh, or the book always refers to him as the the Lawrence boy. It's uh, Theodore Lawrence. Oh right, because uh, he said people call him Dora because Theodore. Mm-hmm. So he's like, I just go by uh, Lauren, Lori. Another girl's name. <laughs> yeah, right? Um, and then he's like, he's checking out Meg, and he's like, she looks so fresh and quiet and dances like a lady, which is the creep. Imagine if somebody said that to you uh, at a at a discotheque, Tim. Look at that girl. She looks so fresh and quiet and dances like a lady. <whistles> I'm going to go ask her for her number. So that's what happens. Wait, they get phone numbers? No, they don't get phone numbers. <laughs> uh, but y- you can tell like Joe and Lori, they're like hitting it off. Mm-hmm. But they don't know it. But they're but they're hitting it off. They get along. Uh chapter four burdens after <laughs> after the uh all the all the chapters have uh titles oh. too, like episode titles. Um, I mean there's chapter Tom have you read books before? <laughs> yeah. I don't read many books that have chapter titles. Hmm. Uh, I tend to well, stay away. you should read more chapter books. Uh, after the holidays, the girls go back to their uh, to you know their normal stuff. Um, she, uh, Meg babysits. She doesn't want to babysit. Uh, Joe is taking care of Aunt March. She doesn't really want to do that. Aunt March is uh, making Joe read boring books aloud like me right now. Uh, and Aunt Marge is like real strict with her. 
Um, uh, Beth stays home, does uh, housework. She likes doing that. Takes care of her dolls. Uh, her dolls are real shitty, by the way. Uh, well, they're all like found dolls. It's just, uh, I think, 11 dolls. It's too many dolls, to be honest with you. And then Amy goes to school, but she says that Joe like dropped her as a baby, and that's why she has a flat nose, and she wishes she didn't have a flat nose. It's like, that's not true. The um, flat nose or the baby? No, nah, you drop a baby and you flatten its nose, it's going to have other problems. <laughs> um, Does she have like a deviated septum? No, but she, it, it says she pinches her nose to try and make it look, uh, you know, she wants like a big Roman nose. Right. But uh, no matter how much she pinches it, she can't even make that temporarily happen. Uh, chapter five being neighborly. This is when Joe uh, sees Lori in a window and Lori's sick, of course. You know, this is Timothy Chatlamet. Oh, I keep thinking Lori's a lady. No. So it's like, oh, yeah, I could see Timothy Chatlamet playing like a 1800 sick boy. <laughs> so he's up in the window sick and he's like, oh, he says, uh, I'm bored as tombs up here. Which I'm going to start trying to work into normal tombs. normal conversation. And uh, he tells them, he's like, oh, I've been uh, peeping in your windows, uh, watching what you guys are up to. It's like, don't tell them that. I was hoping there'd be some more pillow fights. <laughs> right. Uh, but uh, Brawn panty tickling sessions. Uh, I'm Lori, the, real, the town creep. He invites her upstairs. You boring yourself with this, Tom? Yeah. Uh, Mr. Lawrence, who's the grandfather of uh, Lori, he comes in and uh, uh, as she's uh, she does the this is why it's like a sitcom. Lori gets like a a servant comes in and you're like, hey, Master Lori, there's a doctor here to see you because you're so sick. He's like, I'll be right back. And she's looking around the room. And she hears the door open and she assumes it's Lori. And she's like, look at this picture. Look at this old, this uh, uh, mean faced man. Turns around and the mean faced man is there. Oh, brother. I didn't know that was you. standing right behind me. Yeah, and it's her grandpa. Um, But then uh, he's like, you know what? I I like your your candor. You're all right with me. And he invites her to stay Mm. uh, for tea. Uh, Lori plays the piano. Uh, this what does she play? What song? <laughs> he, Lori is a boy. Okay. <laughs> I'm never gonna catch catch on to this. But the grandpa is like, stop playing the music. Stop pursuing music. You Can should... you just call Lori Timothy Chalamet from now on? <laughs> Timothy, Ch- he's like Timothy Chalamet. Yeah, uh, stop pursuing music. I don't like it. Uh, Joe goes home. And she's like, man, I just had the the a great day. Um. Can you call Joe Lori and Lori Joe? No. That will make things so much That'll, easier for I me. I don't care about you. That's going to make things a lot more confusing for me. That's okay. Uh, chapter six. You're the one with the spark notes in front of you. Chapter six. Beth finds the palace beautiful. Uh, Beth goes over. Uh, now, like, all of them are starting to, like, kind of uh, hang over at the the. Lawrence house because it's like a real nice big mansion right uh beth loves the piano um uh and she's like uh you know i'd like to play the she already knows how to play the piano um but she's like eh, I'm, I'm like too self-conscious to play the piano over there uh finally one day she goes over 
and uh, uh, sure enough, Mr. Lawrence is uh, he's listening. Um, Who's this uh, knows over? Uh, Beth. Beth. Um, uh, oh, so uh, Mr. Lawrence is like, oh, I've been I've been listening once in a while when you play the piano. You're really good. Like you're welcome to come over. Is Mr. Lawrence a creep? No, no, no. He's a nice old man. Okay. So to show her appreciation for him uh, letting her play the piano once in a while, she's like, I'm going to make him a pair of slippers. And she gets like a pattern. The other girls help her. And she makes like these real sick pair of slippers for uh, Mr. Lawrence. And then she like sneaks over there and puts them with a letter uh, on the, the dining room table or whatever. Uh, and then like doesn't hear anything for two days. And she's like, Ooh, maybe he was mad. Maybe that was too forward. And then two days later, uh, she comes home. This motherfucker has had a piano delivered to her home. Whoa. Yeah. And a nice note. And the note is like the nicest note you've ever read about how like he enjoys spending so much time with her. And uh, he reminds sh- she reminds him of his dead granddaughter. Cool. Uh, <laughs> cool. And uh, uh, she and oh, and like these slippers are the best slippers he's ever had. He loves them. And she goes over and doesn't even say anything, gives him a big hug. Which is, you know, like this is a scary guy. But now they're great. They have like mm-hmm. a grand grandfather, granddaughter relationship. It's like when uh, Kevin McAllister finally talks to old man Marley it's in the church. It's just like that. I think that's where they stole it from. Yeah. And then, uh, uh, but then when she comes back home and like, you know, they've all seen this happen and they hear it happen. They're so excited. It says Joe dances a jig and Amy nearly falls out the window. <laughs> Which I'm For what like, reason? <laughs> because because Beth made f- friends with the old man. This is how boring things were back then. That this was like the most exciting thing. This is like they got the PlayStation Five early. That's how excited these people are to dance a jig and almost fall out the window. Would you dance a jig if you? If I got the PlayStation Five early, I would dance a jig. Wow! If anybody from Sony is listening and wants to send me. Uh, PlayStation 5, I'll send you a video of me dancing a jig. And me falling out a window. <laughs> um, uh, oh, yeah, Chapter 7, Amy's Valley of Humiliation. Um, value of humiliation? Valley of Humiliation. Okay. So Amy's at school for whatever reason. Are these just vignettes? Yeah, I like that's this. What I'm I like you. this book. I think you would like this book. Yeah. Because they're just kind of hanging out. Yeah. Um, Amy goes to school. Guess what the big rage is at school? You'll never slap guess. Slap bracelets. No. In the movie, it's going to be slap bracelets. <laughs> uh, drugs? No. Um, Pickle- doilies? No, that's a little more appropriate. Napkin folding? Pickled limes. Oh. Everybody's, huh. everybody's going out of their mind for pickled limes. Oh, I'd um, like to try a pickled lime. I like limes, and I like pickling things. Uh, so it's like a thing. It's kind of like slap bracelets where like girls are giving each other pickled limes and stuff. Uh, Is that a, uh, uh, euphemism? Yes. No, they're actual pickled limes. Amy is worried because she has been given many pickled limes, but she doesn't have money to buy limes for her friends in return. I mean, she should just not eat the pickled limes. She's like, oh, thanks. I'll eat this later and then Mm -hmm. re-gift them. Uh, but Meg gives Amy money to buy some limes, uh, 
And Amy tells her enemy, a girl named Miss Snow, that she will not get any limes. Yeah, so then Amy's got all these limes. I think it says she buys like 24 limes. But then she just like goes to school and like lords over everybody with these limes. <laughs> it's like, you don't get any limes because you're mean. Miss hmm. um, Snow tells the teacher, uh, which I mean, of course. She's like, I'm not giving you any limes. So Miss Snow's like, all right, cool. I'm going to tell the teacher because guess what? We're not allowed to have pickled limes. Pickled limes are the cell phones of the mm. time. Uh, and this guy, uh, uh, the teacher, uh, makes Amy throw. Oh, yeah. This was beyond the racial s- uh, stuff, the way some uh, of the servants are, are, you know, their dialogues mm-hmm. written out. This also really pissed me off. That Amy, uh, the teacher makes Amy throw the limes out the windows, and that's not the bad part. The bad part is that she can see and hear uh, the the real kick in the teeth is that out the window, a bunch of little Irish children are taking them, and they are their sworn enemies. (laughs) Their sworn foes. Like, oh, fuck you, Amy. Yeah. Like, like, oh, it, it'd be one thing if I had to throw these in the garbage. But now little Irish children yeah, are eating I'd them. I'd rather see them destroyed. <laughs> right. Than a, and then... Uh, Irishman. Irish boy. Well, what's the teacher's name? Um, I don't have it. Oh, Mr. Davis. Okay. Mr. Da- uh, then Mr. Davis uh, hits her hand, makes her hold her palm out, and like, slaps it with a ruler. It was bad back then. And then makes her stand on a platform for the rest of the class, which, like, that doesn't seem that bad, standing on a platform. Um, I don't have any of my personal notes for these next two uh, chapters because they were so boring. (laughs) You're really going back and forth on this book. That's the thing. Like, some chapters are pretty good, and then some chapters it's like, boy. Who's your favorite little woman at this point? Uh, Joe. Joe? Yeah. The main But character. what has she really done? Uh, She's like stood up for her sisters and stuff. You didn't tell me about that. Look, I can't tell you about every little thing that happens to these little But what women. about your favorite thing that your favorite character did? Uh, All right, do the night. Let's, let's <laughs> go through this. Uh, Joe and Meg are going to a play with Lori, and Amy wants to go too. Oh, yeah. I remember this. I feel like next time, next week, you should read the book. I did read. God damn it, Tim! I spent so many hours reading this book. Um, oh yeah, this is just like they go out, and some of them aren't allowed to go out, so they're like, hmm. uh, oh, and then uh, uh, they go out ice skating. Joe and Lori go skating, and Amy tries to follow. Lori warns Joe that the ice is thin, but Joe does not pass the message to Amy. Amy falls through the ice. This is a big deal. Yeah. This isn't nothing happening. Joe Joe hesitates for a moment, paralyzed with feel, fear. Finally, Lori comes to Amy's rescue. At home, Joe confesses to Marmy that her anger overwhelms her. Uh, Marmy admits that she too struggles with controlling a quick temper. Joe's amazed and bolstered by the revelation, for she's always seen Marmy as a perfectly calm person. Amy and Joe end their quarrel and make up. Chapter 9, Meg goes to Vanity Fair, not the magazine. To the actual fair. Uh, uh, Meg has plans to stay with Annie Moffat, a wealthy friend. She packs all of her nice clothes. Uh, Moffat's are very fashionable. While Meg is there, they visit friends, go to plays, give parties. So it is like, you know, her uptown friend that she's hanging out with. Oh, 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 oh. 
at the Uptown at the friend. first party, <laughs> Meg wears her simple Meg clothes, and she hears people gossiping clothes. that mother Meg's mother must be intending for Meg to marry Lori for his money. Uh, at the next party, the Moffat girls insists on dressing Meg in borrowed finery. She's a bit embarrassed uh, because it's like a real nice dress and it's low cut. Uh, Lori's at the party and reprimands Meg for being so frivolous. And then Meg, uh, you know, is like, I shouldn't, have, I shouldn't have let them put this, uh, this dress on me, the scandalous dress. Uh, she gets home, uh, and, uh, tells Marmy and Joe how she dressed up and overheard the gossip. Marmy tells them she has no plans for Meg. She says she only hopes the girls are happy in youth and in marriage and that they are good. She adds that she hopes they understand that appearances are shallow and that true love is something deeper than money. Wow. Something we can all learn from. What are you just going to read from the Cliff Notes here? <laughs> I don't re- really remember what happened in that chapter. I think like somebody got their their gloves in coffee, so then they traded gloves. It's like a lot of stuff like that where it's like, I don't care. About you it's a, a slice of life, <laughs> Tom. Having to trade gloves. All right. Uh, chapter Bring 10, it home. Chapter 10, they're gardening. Uh, What's the name of chapter tw- 10? The PC and the PO. Oh, uh, PC police. And I forget what police that- Police officers. What that stood for. I believe the officers stood up to the PC people and uh, finally uh, oh, took this, this country is what, back. This is, a, yeah, uh, the girls produce a newsletter each week with advertisements, poems, and stories. See, that's interesting. You have to read like an entire chapter that's basically like all the fake like articles that they've written. That's cute. As these other characters. It's like cute, but then when you're actually reading through it, you're like, well, why do I have to read the articles? Like these aren't great. This isn't very interesting. You get to see their creativity. They want to invite, uh, not all of them, but uh, I, I, Joe Joe wants to invite Lori because, you know, she's sweet on Joe, yeah. maybe. And... uh they like it, it's a stalemate the voting, but then uh, uh, Joe like convinces them. I forget how, and uh, they vote. You know, three to one. Let Lori in. She's like, great. Who's, who's the holdout? Uh, I forget. Amy and Meg are horrified. It says, but I forget who is the the actual holdout. Um, I think but Meg, Meg likes Lori, right? No. Didn't Meg get a piano from Lori's grandfather? No, that's Amy. Are you sure? Or Beth. <laughs> See, I don't get a I haven't gotten a sense of who any of their personalities other than that Joe wears a leather jacket. <laughs> um uh so they they vote to let Lori in and it's like, well, good cuz he's been in the closet listening the whole time. Lori's a friggin' creep. <laughs> and Chalamet! Then- <laughs> Uh, chapter 11, Experiments. Um, the the King family for whom Meg is the governess. And Wait, Am- what? <laughs> she, what does this yeah, mean? Yeah, she takes care of the kids. Oh. Uh, and Aunt March go on vacation, leaving Meg and Joe free from their duties. Uh, relieved, they decide to do nothing. And now these girls- It's a hangout episode. They're making fun of, uh, they're like, yeah, our housekeeper, Hannah, says, quote, housekeeping ain't no joke and like she doesn't know what she's talking about housekeeping so easy like these servants always come these servants uh why do servants always talk about hard work meg and joe say uh they're like this is easy so they start like cooking dinner and stuff 
but sitcom-esque, everything goes awry. Too many suds come out of the washing machine. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, I didn't write down who it is. They have like some weird people come over for dinner. It's like the local old lady comes over for dinner. <laughs> There's only one local old lady. Yeah, it's like the most local old lady. Uh, or the oldest local lady. <laughs> right. Um, and like, you know, the dinner's all fucked up. <laughs> Beth forgot to feed her bird, so the bird just dies. <laughs> <laughs> is it played for laughs in the book though no but the bird's like dead and uh amy comes along and she's like ah let's stick the bird in the oven that'll wake it up and they're like no it's just gonna cook the bird don't put the bird in the oven the bird's dead it, is amy the young one yeah you idiot they're like the don't. bird's been starved to death that's what's wrong with the <laughs> you bird don't wake it up by putting it in the oven <laughs> yeah since when is putting something in the oven brought something back to uh, this the old days um uh, so yeah. Uh, oh, and and uh, uh, yeah. So everybody, do they learn their lesson at the end of the chapter? Yeah, they learn at the end. Uh, Marmy taught them a lesson. Uh, that like she didn't even go away or something. She was like, I don't know, hiding around the corner the whole time. Mm. And she's like, and that's what hard work is about, young women, little women. Um, you, <laughs> when your dad gets back from war, he's gonna be fucking so mad at all of us. Yeah, um, and that's that's so that especially like that felt like a very sitcom episode of like the parents are out of town, we're gonna party. Oh, the bird's dead. Oh, we ruined <laughs> dinner for the old lady. Yeah, and then the mom comes back and she's like, "Look, you all thought all this shit was easy, and now you know." And now a bird is dead because I wanted to play some sort of. Uh, trick on you. yeah and this was whole... the bird in on it if if no. they revealed that at the end the bird was in on it uh and it's like ah and now let's have a round of applause for polly uh who was just pretending to be dead and Get then him amy out of walks oven. in and was just like i put him in the oven and like oh no he's <laughs> flying around in there until he died yeah uh yeah but instead it's like a bird's dead and this old lady is going to be gossiping to everybody about mm. it implied that this old lady had like multiple dinners to go to that night maybe it was a bridges situation at the end of <laughs> mrs doubtfire <laughs> so you're saying the old lady wasn't an old lady yeah maybe there was just, uh, somebody it was a divorced father yeah. in old lady makeup that had to go to a bunch of yeah different you dinners. think their dad is really off at war he was the old even, lady. I didn't even consider it might be a Mrs. Doubtfire situation. Yeah, yeah so then that's the end of uh, chapter 11. Nice. Bankruptcy is what I call but it. But like I've said, so far it's like episodes of a TV show. Like, I can't tell what the overarching arc is. It's a slice of life, Tom. Yeah. And I can't tell you say you like this book and then you talk about how boring it is. I like some chapters. And I don't like other chapters. things that you like about it, but uh, skipped over because they weren't uh, notable. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, like a girl fell through the ice for Christ's sakes, Tom. Yeah, but it was like, they were like, eh, she wasn't really in danger. She was more shocked than anything. They put her in front of the fire on a blanket and she warmed up. Mm. And then they made up and it was That's fine. all they could do back then. What else were they going to do? Yeah. And like the whole time they're like, she might be fine or she might die. <laughs> no way of telling. 
She was fine. She was in the ice for like, I don't know, a few seconds. <laughs> I don't know that you know that. You, I do. Everything you said, you contradicted. You said, they said she was in no real danger. And then five seconds later, you said, eh, they said she might die or she might be fine. Well, I think it was just back then they didn't know. They didn't know what could kill people or not. <laughs> <laughs> so they should have a chaplain at home, too. <laughs> yeah, just in case. Administered the last, last rites yeah. to children who fall through the ice. So that's the first 11 chapters of Little Women. Yeah. Oy. All right. R- rank the Little Women in terms of uh, how uh, adorable you find them. Joe's number one. Uh-huh. Meg number two. Meg is the piano lady? Meg is the oldest uh, attractive one. <laughs> uh, Beth number three and Amy number four. Is that just in... Wait, so who got the piano? Uh, Amy got the piano. Are you sure about that? <laughs> no, I think it was Beth. I think that's why I like Beth. <laughs> Hold on, let me check. Amy and Beth, it's hard to keep track of them. Their names are so similar. <laughs> no, I don't like Amy. Amy's the one who was like... She uh, fell through the ice. She was the one who was like, oh, the little Irish children got my lungs. Right. Yeah. She was in the Valley of Disappointment. Yeah, Beth is, yeah, Beth, maybe Beth is number two. Joe, Beth, Meg, Meg. Amy. Okay. That's my order. Right. Amy can, I wish Amy stayed under that ice. <laughs> Fold. She was also the one that wanted to put the bird in the oven. Yeah. Amy's a fucking psychopath. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, she should have died under that ice. Save everybody a lot of trouble. All right. Uh, next week we'll be back. I forget which chapters they're on the Patreon. It's yeah. more chapters. <laughs> yeah. Chapter twelve through whatever. Yeah. Fucking hundred pages something. <laughs> wow, dumb. Well, get started now. You have some extra time. I will. And you're you're traveling. Are you driving? I am. Yeah. I do have the audiobook too. Tom. The audiobook, uh, at least in my experience, on Audible was sixty six cents right now. <laughs> Who read it? Angela Lansbury? No, but it's like one of those old Audible books where it's like the volume's too low. <laughs> so it's only 66 cents. Maybe. I think it's like an old recording. Yeah. You but it's not get... bad. It's listenable. <laughs> you got, you, if you got nice headphones. You've heard it already? I listened to a little bit of it. Mm, your story always changes. No, because I was listening to it today because I had to plow through a bunch. And I was like, all right, let me listen while I'm walking. Uh, and then I'll like switch over to reading once again on the subway. Using whispers thing? No, not even. It was just like I'll just you know remember a few words and then search for those mm-hmm. words and it'll bring me to where I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, it was like too quiet. I couldn't hear it, so I gave up and just went back to reading. Or not reading, yeah, just reading. You can get notes. the book itself on Project Gutenberg for free. Thanks to Steve Gutenberg. Hey, thanks to our sponsor, Steve Gutenberg. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we'll see you next week with more Little Women. Uptown girl. She's been living in her uptown world. No, it was an uptown girl. What was it? Huh? Huh? I was just singing Uptown Girl. Oh, okay. It's a good song. We'll see you next week. Thanks for being a patron. To all the little women and little men and everybody else, goodbye for now. <laughs> <laughs>